your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! We are back for our main topic discussion and we're going to talk about Saturday morning cartoon memories and did you remember anything in in particular Mick growing up uh did you get up early on a Saturday morning to to hit the cartoons or oh I did I did because uh the networks lineup always started at eight o'clock but uh, our local NBC local NBC affiliate always ran cartoons from seven to eight and it Mm -hmm. was the old Jay North cartoons, Rocky and Bullwinkle and Dudley Do-Right and that stuff. And I was a major fan of Tennessee Tuxedo. And, well, I was a big fan of all those shows. And they would mm-hmm. show, I, th- I think the era I remember most was they would do Tennessee Tuxedo for a half hour and then Dudley Do-Right for a half hour. So I, I took advantage of getting that extra hour of cartoons. And actually, even before that, at six in the morning, that same affiliate would show I Love Lucy and the Honeymooners which were my first exposure to both of those shows. Nice. So my Saturday mornings started at 6 a.m. I was watching black and white television and then old <laughs> cartoons, and then we'd roll into the modern cartoons. Cool. Yeah, I remember watching uh, the Honeymooners' I Love Lucy on WPIX out of New York. We got that channel on our basic cable, and th- those were late-night shows, though. So I was probably up like Friday night watching those <laughs> instead of Saturday morning. But I can't remember if our local channels started before 8. I'm sure they did and what exactly was on before then. But I do remember getting up pretty early, you know, like before the parents got up. And I would head out to the living room. We had, this is a pretty vivid memory. You remember the, like, futon chairs, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the futon chair. It was like the two big pieces that folded together. Then you had kind of like a little backrest that was like half a piece. So I would tip that up like into a pyramid or a, a tent almost. And we had like tons of like crocheted blankets and Afghans, whatever you want to call them <laughs> laying around the house. And I'd throw a couple of those over my makeshift tent here, uh, mainly over the back. And I would droop it a little bit around the front. So I had a nice, nice little tent to view my cartoons. And then you go out to the, you know, the kitchen, grab your bowl. We had those ugly, yellow Tupperware bowls I can remember and those wooden salad bowls. You remember those back in the mm-hmm. day? <laughs> yeah. Whichever ones of those were clean, I was dumping cereal into in my milk and heading out to watch, you know, the Saturday morning shows in the living room. Well, I had a cool Dukes of Hazard bowl that was always clean on Saturday mornings. That's the only time I used it. So it it always had nice. my corn pops or or back then what they call them sugar pops and sugar smacks back in the oh, day yeah. what they used to be called before mm-hmm. sugar become a dirty word. <laughs> yeah, poor sugar bear man, he was out of out of business. <laughs> yeah, I would get that cereal, you know, like at six for I Love Lucy, and then I'd get a refill at eight mm-hmm. for the normal cartoons. There is. Uh, as much as I love the on-demand world we live in, there is something to be said for the loss of anticipation that that was our day for television as kids. That was not for mom and dad. They had Hill street blues and Dallas at night, (laughs) 
<laughs> the cartoons on Saturday mornings was our time. Yeah. And you had to wait all week for that. And you would get that little uh, nugget. Usually every day of the week after school, you'd have an hour of syndicated cartoons. Most of us did anyway. Mm-hmm. But man, it just, it just helped build your anticipation all week for the glut of cartoon goodness that was coming your way. And I hate that our kids never have got to experience that. Uh, you know, we talked at the beginning here about mm-hmm. making those playlists and doing that with the kids and they loved it. And it's still, even that's not the same, you know, that's yeah. what you and I grew up with. Well, it's even like those, you know, like Christmas specials, like Rudolph. And that was like once a year, man. And it was, once it started coming around, they start promoing it on the, the channels. That was all the buzz is going, Hey, Rudolph's coming on this week, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't have that anymore. You don't have appointment television. So I, I totally get it. And it was, you know, you get a little bit of it in the afternoon, but it, like you said, it was in like an hour or two at most. And this was like a full morning, like six hours of nothing but our shows. And the and, choices. I, gosh, you know, it was sad. It was sad that we didn't have TiVo back in the 80s, but <laughs> you could TiVo all these other cartoons and turn it instead of a four-hour Saturday into a 12-hour Saturday. So a whole but, weekend, yeah. Yeah, watching all the shows. Yeah, it, there was so many, and you know, on all three networks to run what? It, well, the, I guess the main schedule was probably about five hours, but you just most think some, people went from most people, most networks, most years went from eight to noon. And then when they started, you know, doing like Saved by the Bell and you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse and stuff that limited the animated stuff, but there were still whatever, whenever Pee Wee was on, there's still more cartoons going on on one of the other networks. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember anything in particular, like trying to flip back and forth. Do you remember any of that going on when you're watching? No, when I was watching a show, I was watching that show and I learned at an early age, how television worked that I could watch, say the snorks, when it was on at eight o'clock and after Christmas, when they were in reruns, then I would switch my viewing habits and watch something else like the Berenstain mm-hmm. bears that were now in reruns, but I hadn't watched those episodes at the beginning of the season. So I didn't gotcha. switch during the shows. I was smart as a youngster about how to do that. I remember it being a pretty big deal when we got a push button channel on our TV from the <laughs> dial because I like wore out the zero on the thing because going because you had to do like zero two or zero seven zero whatever, and my wife can attest to this too. Even with the radio, I'm just I'm a commercial hits and I'm changing channels, and <laughs> I don't know I don't remember when we actually got a TV with a remote, but the the push button I was all over the push button <laughs> channel surfing when that hit. And I remember doing some flipping back and forth. I don't remember what particular shows, but yeah, that zero, you could not read the the number zero on that keypad probably about a, <laughs> you know, three months after we got it. <laughs> well, I don't remember when we got our, what television with the first remote, but I do remember our first VCR had a remote and you could change the channel through the VCR. So that was just like the TV yes. having a remote. And a quick funny side story, uh, I don't know if you ever experienced, growing up in Pennsylvania, you all were more used to the snow. Did you ever have to go to Saturday school because you missed so many days? No. 
Okay. Well, around here, Saturday school was a thing. If you went a couple weeks and missed a lot of days, it scheduled a Saturday, which was just murder for kids. You know, you're like, they can't do this. This has to be illegal. I'm not going. I ain't going. And your parents are like, yes, you are. So at first Her suits had, are on mom. Exactly. That first year we had a VCR. I left my mom a list and a blank tape for her to record. And I had it all gridded out, you know, the time and the channel. And then she was having to run down to the basement and change the channel and love her heart. She did that that day. Wow. Wow. You had a super mom. And in my collection of VHS tapes, I still have that tape. Oh, my gosh. From all those cartoons from 1985 with the original commercials. And every time I've watched it, I can't help but think in deep appreciation of my mom running back and forth to making sure she recorded all this different. You know, a lot of people <laughs> could have put a tape in here, record and went on about their day and what cartoons you get is what you get. But not her. She done that for me. And I'm eternally grateful. Wow. That's a great story. <laughs> my mom, I there's no way she would even know how to like operate it, let alone <laughs> split channels back and forth. I'd have to like make her a you know eight step list just to record during certain hours. You know, wow, that's great. <laughs> I remember filling up VCR tapes of the Pink Panther when it was on TNT, like in the morning time. And this was probably high school years. And I filled like a whole eight-hour tape up with just Pink Panther cartoons. I filled up multiple tapes of G.I. Joe when they started running it on USA's Cartoon Network in the mornings. Uh, I would set the timer and put, you know, make sure the tape was set at the end of the last episode. I recorded four or five full VHS tapes of that. And that was in my high school years. (laughs) Nice. All right, well, we've got uh, a fun lineup here to go through, and this actually came over from your old site, Retro Ramblings there, Mick. Yeah, I had done this thing just looking at the cartoons of 1985, and I'd put up the comic book ads debuting the new shows, and a lot of the shows were mixed in, and as I was... What prompted me to do this originally was I had just come across a couple of the ads and I'm sitting there just salivating like, oh man, Hulk Hogan's rocking wrestling. <laughs> and, and then I thought, I seen, okay, what it was, I'd seen the CBS ad, I'd seen the NBC ad. And I was trying to remember, it's like, wait, 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 these two shows were on at the same time, but I know I watched mm-hmm. both. So I just decided to do a post kind of comparing the lineups. And so we're working off that today to go through them and, uh, just talk about some of the shows and figure out what exactly we were watching. <laughs> so you want me to start this for us? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. 8 a.m. This is 19 fall 1985 lineup. 8 a.m. ABC had the Bugs Bunny show, which it, they're not calling it Looney Tunes, but it was all just rehashed Looney right. Tunes, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. CBS had the Berenstain Bears, new show for that year. And I was a major fan of all things Berenstain Bears. And NBC had the Snorks. Did you ever watch the Snorks? I did. I did. The Snorks were like the Smurfs in the ocean, pretty much, yep. right? Yeah, and, and I was a big fan of the Smurfs, so. Yeah, I was thinking, well, this first hour, you've got the Bugs Bunny show, which is Looney Tunes for an entire hour. You've got the Berenstain Bears and the Wuzzles. 
back to back on CBS, and then NBC had the Snorks and the Gummy Bears. So I remember watching a lot of Looney Tunes. It was probably more afternoon or syndicated stuff sometime else, not really on Saturday morning. I was watching the Snorks and Gummy Bears in this oh, hour. Yeah. Uh, well, we talked earlier. I would switch when they started reruns. Uh, but I remember I always watched the Snorks and I always watched Berenstain Bears every year, not the season, but in the year. Mm-hmm. But Gummy Bears, when it was on, was my favorite cartoon yeah, of too. those few years there. Uh, but it's funny that the Snorks, I mean, it's funny that they're split like that because the Wuzzles was a Disney produced series, too. You'd have thought that would have kind of been with the Gummy yeah. Bears, but kinda, I guess kinda. not counterproductive there for disney being yeah. on the you know same time on two different networks but mm-hmm. the gummy bears i remember several years ago going through probably about the first season they had uh, there was a youtube channel that had them on before they got ripped off there and oh my gosh just going back through there i was like man this is just such a great show and yeah, the adventures was, that they're on it was man. beautifully animated too that was one of the better animated cartoons i've seen yeah, uh, we've got we've got the DVD, the complete DVD series, because we introduced it to our kids when they were young, and they instantly fell in love with it. To the point that uh, I would take the frozen juice concentrate, I would take apple juice and grape juice, and mix it and fill the jug with water, and it made it look like gummy berry juice. Nice. And we told them it was gummy berry juice, and they would drink that stuff and hop around. <laughs> and now my oldest is fourteen, my youngest will be thirteen next week. They still every now and then. Can you uh? Can you make some gummy berry juice? <laughs> oh man, that's great! Wow, yeah. Well, who didn't want of it? Who didn't want some gummy berry juice as a kid? I you mean, got that right. That was such a great. Who show. didn't want the uh, that underground railway thing? What they call it? The zip cars or something? Whatever yeah. they call that. Can't remember. God, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> was it Gruffy? The one that was the like. One that was always like pissed off. <laughs> yeah. And angry. He was yeah, my I th- favorite. I don't know why, but I always gravitated towards him. I liked I him a lot. S- somebody at Disney had met my dad once upon a time <laughs> and they kind of patterned him after that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nine o'clock hour, ABC had a Star Wars double shot, Ewoks and Droids at 9 30. CBS had Muppet Babies and Little Muppet Monsters. And NBC kicked off an hour and a half, 90 minutes of the Smurfs. <laughs> I was watching the Smurfs. I was five. Yeah. Now, I do remember watching Muppet Babies, and I can't remember if this was the debut year or if it debuted earlier, maybe at a different time or something, because I remember watching Muppet Babies. What is Little Muppet Monsters now? Uh... I'm not sure exactly because it certainly didn't last like Muppet Babies. Yeah. But I'm I, looking at the cartoon ad and you see Kermit and Miss Piggy and Gonzo from Muppet Babies. And over to the side, there are two purple monsters holding a video camera. So I'm not sure hmm. what that was. But I, I didn't start off with Muppet Babies. But my cousin Tim, who lived behind me, was talking about them. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I think it was the next year he convinced me to try Muppet Babies, and I quickly fell in love with it, too. Yeah, because I remember watching The Muppet Show a lot as a kid, and then when those were on Saturday morning, I was watching Muppet Babies. But I, the Smurfs were one of my favorites as a kid as well, and I would have probably sat through an hour and a half <laughs> given the chance here. But 
I do know some of these other ones that coincide with that hour and a half. I would have watched like the Muppet Babies. I never got into the Star Wars ones, and that that might have been only one season for both of those, if memory serves me correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember watching any episodes of Ewoks or Droids. Uh, I never watched it then. I have watched some Ewoks in the recent years, and it's a pretty fun cartoon. It's mm-hmm. one I would watch more of. Uh, the Smurfs, much like the Gummy Bears, I just I guess I was always drawn to that medieval-type adventure show cartoon because I love the Smurfs. Oh, and, and the the, uh, the movie, the uh, Magic Whistle, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, I remember watching the crap out of that. I'm running it from the store and everything else. Yeah. With uh, Johan Chui. Uh-huh. I'm looking here at the Little Muppet Monsters. A trio of new live-action Muppet Monster kids working from the basement of the adult Muppets home create their own TV station, which broadcasts only to the TV sets in the house upstairs. Okay. Uh, Their shows were such regular segments as Pigs in Space, the animated series Kermit the Frog, Private Eye, multiple sport shorts with Animal. It says it lasted three episodes. Oh, wow. So I guess that's why we don't remember it. (laughs) So it sounds like its own little UHF in the Muppet world. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it does. Well, let's move along to 10 o'clock. Yeah. ABC, Superpowers Team, Galactic Guardians, and 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. CBS debuted Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. And NBC had the last 30 of the 90 Minutes of Smurfs, and it's Punky Brewster. So that's some uh, some uh, powerhouse competition mm-hmm. right there. I don't so super, remember. I was going to say I don't remember the superpowers team. It was yet another them. incarnation of the Super Friends. Was it okay? Yeah. Uh, of course, Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo was another Scooby Doo series, which I really liked it. I didn't see it then, but USA picked it up in the '90s as one of their cartoon that's what express I was shows. Yes. And that was pretty good. They had the, like an ongoing storyline. They were hunting down these 13 ghosts, mm-hmm. and every episode had them working on a mystery for a different ghost with yeah. an overarching story. Yeah, it was like one season of 13 episodes, and that was unique about it because you know you watch the old uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, and the mysteries and all that. That's just an hour show, and then there was this one was like a continuation, so... I remember it feeling a little bit different and cool mm-hmm. compared to you know the old Scooby Doo show. So I do remember watching that, but I think you're right. I think it was later, excuse me, in the '80s or early '90s, whenever USA ran it, that I actually watched more of it than it was in its initial run. Yeah, and then and then I I don't remember watching the Punky Brewster cartoon at all. I know I was watching some Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling though. Oh man, that was. Uh, and when I seen this ad, I never, I don't recall seeing the ad for it way back when, but he is prominently featured on half of the page and all the other mm-hmm. shows share the other half. So they were going all in. But I remember the build up to that. And I was so excited because I had just discovered wrestling in general and was an instant fanatic. And here comes a cartoon version with Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and, Hillbilly Jim against Roddy Piper and the Iron Sheik. And oh my God, I love that cartoon. I love this car. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That huge convertible. (laughs) That's great. Um, 
uh, we'll talk about this just a little bit later, but a little did you know, uh, uh, Brad Garrett, the voice of... Uh, he did Hulk. Yep. Yep, he did Hulk. Yep. I was going to mention, I, I had no idea as a kid. I probably didn't care that it wasn't actually, you know, Hulk's voice in the show and, and the other characters for that matter. I don't think any of the wrestlers were a part of that, right? It was just all voice. I don't think so. Other yeah. voice acting talent. But yeah, I did not make that connection as a kid that it was different voices for the characters. All I cared it was the wrestlers that I knew and was, was watching on TV, you know? Oh yeah. That, uh, that was such a fun show though. Yeah. And as far as Punky Brewster, I know I've seen it. I'm pretty sure I was, wasn't watching it then. I've had to catch it some other time. Yeah. I remember watching the, you know, the regular Punky Brewster show, but the cartoon, I'm, I was watching something else probably at that time. And it's funny because, like, that's probably the only, like, true, like, girl show. Or, fe- or like, female was the, a girl was the main character in all of these, really, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you think about that and, and how much, <laughs> you know, the sister had to adapt to what the brother was watching. <laughs> <laughs> they had some, you know, there's Miss Piggy and, you know, Smurfette. You know, obviously there's characters within these shows that are girls, but... Well, yeah, you, when, you don't you don't see My Little Pony or any of those other you know Strawberry Shortcake and all them. None of that no. were like really honed into girls in in this whole <laughs> five hours here or whatever. No, but Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling had Wendy Richter, so I mean she would be fine. Your sister was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so eleven o'clock, ABC had Scooby's Mystery Funhouse and the Littles. CBS had CBS Story Break and Dungeons and Dragons. And NBC had Alvin and the Chipmunks and Kid Video. Remind me what they played for the Story Break. Story Break was just a different animated story every week. Sometimes it would be an adaption of Jack and the Beanstalk. Sometimes it was an original story. Uh, I remember watching a lot of them just depending on you know what the topic was that week you just never knew what you were going to get it was just an animated storytelling yeah i'm trying i'm looking it up now just to see what exactly they were running um and nothing really pops out to me as anything familiar um that's weird that they would try to do something different there and not have like a regular show well, yeah, the timing of where they put it is weird. The fact that they were doing it's not. It's just where in the lineup they inserted it. Yeah. But there again, if you look on NBC, Alvin and the Chipmunks was one of the hottest shows, one oh, of the yeah. hottest cartoons of that decade. And eh, maybe they put their weakest. I mean, knowing they can't beat it, let's not ruin a, a hit for us. Let's uh, let's yeah. put our weakest cartoon against it. And and having Kid Video up against Dungeons and Dragons and the Littles, that's not even a... a competition there for me because i remember watching kid video and that was so cool and the fact that it was live action and animation in between and then you had all of the music and i really wish i don't think they've ever been able to release it because of all the copyright issues with the music yeah i've read that um, that that would probably never sucks. see the light of day it really sucks but that was such a unique concept show and that's the same problem. That's why we've never seen a full release of WKRP in Cincinnati. They have been fighting those music rights for all that music they used in that series wow. that we'll never see it get an official release. 
So same thing with kid video. Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons I wasn't into because uh, my mom thought that was a form of devil worship. So there was no anything Dungeons and Dragons in our house. <laughs> but I watched the Littles. That was my show. And I didn't realize, thinking back on it through the years, until my kids started watching it, the Littles only had one season. One season of new episodes. Okay. Did they... Um, I was thinking that was like syndicated on Nickelodeon, maybe. Or am hmm. I confusing something else? Or maybe it was USA or something. Because I... That was one I don't remember watching in its initial run. It was later on in, in syndication. Well, maybe I'm totally off base with that. I don't know. But I, I thought I, I'm pulling it up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it had three seasons. But it says uh, only 29 episodes. Yeah, I guess okay. that's about right. No, no, that ain't even right. Because no. usually cartoons are 13 episodes. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, just for on the weekly show. Yeah, that's how they determine when you... Go back and you see 13 episodes, you see 65. It was mm-hmm. how many times that they were showing it. If it was a syndicated show and you're getting five shows a week, that means they could show it four times throughout an entire year. Right. And 13, 13 episodes, I think, was once a week, like on a Saturday, four times a year. Yeah. If my math is right. So that's weird. It's only, they didn't even get like 10 episodes a season unless it was cut short for some reason in the last season. May have been. I don't remember Scooby's Mystery Funhouse though. I don't know what the hook was for that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up too because I don't. That doesn't ring a bell either. Um, yeah. uh, animated package show produced Hanabar. Yeah, da, da 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 da. The fourth and last in a series of repackaged Scooby Doo shows. Maybe it was just uh, like reruns from. Oh yeah, so it used. Shows from Richie Rich and Scooby-Doo, Scooby and Scrappy-Doo. Oh, there you go. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never I never got into that either when it was just Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy. They were like The whole gang wasn't there, you know? No, I've it's always weird. been a uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you guy. I mean, yeah, that, me that's too. my Scooby-Doo. Me too. All right. Uh, let's see. Noon, which now this is weird for 85. I had to do some double take and, and check in this information because I seem to remember most of my cartoon watching years ending at 12 o'clock. Yeah, and me sports too. coming on. But I've confirmed all this. So noon, ABC, ABC weekend special. Uh, and then at 1230, they kick over to more adult programming with American Bandstand and then ABC Sports. CBS had Land of the Lost with Charlie Brown and Snoopy at 1230. And NBC had one of my favorite one-two combos with Mr. Oh, T, gosh. followed by Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, that, that's all about Mr. T and Spider-Man there. Spider-Man, well, between Spider-Man and Super Friends, you know, that was really my introduction to the comic book world. I didn't really mm-hmm. read comics back then and i watched the 66 batman show but you're limited to batman's world on those so you know watching spider-man and even super friends where you get that extended cast and even characters that you know weren't in comic books up until in that point in the case of super friends man in spider-man that's still like one of my favorite like cartoon runs and it was only i think 13 episodes as well I remember yeah, but going they had several that. seasons of those, though. Of Spider-Man? I, 
Didn't no, they? I don't know. Super Friends they did. And they and they would rehash that, like you said before there, on the Superpowers team and some other stuff. But Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure, was only 13 episodes. And you had Stan Lee do the like lead-in to each episode. And each episode had a different bad guy, Loki. And they brought in uh, some other characters like Thor. I remember going through the entire, se- uh, the entire series with my boys uh, a couple times. I think they actually might have had it on one of okay. the streaming services. So it says there were 24 total episodes. 24? Okay, so maybe two seasons then. Yeah. I remember it probably most prominently either with Mr. T or when they done The Incredible Hulk with Spider-Man and his amazing yes. friends. Now, Spider-Man. that's what I remember, too, with The Incredible Hulk. I was thinking Mr. T was an earlier show for some reason, but Mr. T was fun, too, and it's kind of cheesy to watch now if you've gone back and watched an episode lately <laughs> with the yeah. gymnastics team. But Yeah, the premise was out there, but just having Mr. T in a cartoon was just fantastic. Yeah. And Mr. Then, like, T was you know, everywhere then. Yeah, and he could do more than I mean, you think of you know watching the A Team, and they did a few things to like show off his strength or whatever. But in a cartoon, man, he's like slinging alligators and yes. turning over cars, and mm-hmm. he's like a superhero in that show. And well, then he, get, he is a real life superhero. <laughs> and you get that, uh, you know, his little lesson learned each, you know, live action. During mm-hmm. each show as well. And he'd do a little lead in about what's going to happen. And then he'd come back around and tell you about it on the, on the back end. But man. Well, Charlie Brown and Snoopy on CBS. Were you, were you into that at all? No. Um, I mean, I love the Charlie Brown specials and those I have to watch every year. I mean, that like kicks off my whole holiday season there watching great pumpkin for Halloween. And then, Thanksgiving and Christmas, but the regular shows, I don't ever remember watching an episode. I tried watching them, even though I loved, you know, I like the specials like you, but I loved every day reading the, the peanuts comic strip, uh-huh. but the cartoon just never connected with me. I would, yeah. it would be on sometimes, you know, what it's about on. land of the lost? Did you watch that here in 85? That is the original. No, mm-hmm. And most people don't remember when I talk about the new Land of the Lost from like 89 or 90, maybe mm-hmm. even 91. But it came on in the mornings. Now, that Land of the Lost, I loved. I didn't miss an episode of it. Do you know what I'm even talking about? Yeah, I remember. And I was thinking it was maybe an early morning uh, show, not right. at like noon or whatever it was here. Right. It was I remember seeing a couple show. episodes, you know, back in the day, but uh, it was one I never really watched either. 1991, or yeah, it looks like 91. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, which is weird, I, I'm gonna have to do some reading on this. Okay, never mind. Debuted on ABC in the fall of 91. Reruns were later picked up and aired on Nickelodeon. Okay. Because I was seeing this video clip here called Nickelodeon's Land of the Lost intro, and I recognized the vehicle, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. That was not on Nickelodeon, but <laughs> I guess it was in reruns. But the original Land of the Lost, no, I, I never did. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any of it. I remember watching a couple episodes in the Slee Stacks, you know, those crazy creatures and you know, it's probably rough to watch now with the special effects that they had back then. 
uh, with everything, but it was a unique concept, and it's one of those I'll probably have to revisit or if they ever get it to streaming or something to to watch and just to check it out. There's probably some episodes on YouTube or something, yeah. but uh, never got into that. And then I know these two shows, after Charlie Brown and Snoopy, The Get Along Gang and Pole Position, those were probably just reruns of previous seasons because Pole Position debuted a lot earlier. I want to say maybe even 83 or 84. Right. And it was a one season show, 13 episodes. So they were just, you know, pushing the, pushing the limits here on how much cartoons they could run in one day <laughs> going all yeah. the way to two o'clock. I mean, wow. But, uh, you, you know, your local syndication actually, has precedence over that stuff. I don't, re- I don't ever remember a single year where cartoons went that late in my day because we oh, have had sure. my whole life, something called Jefferson pilot sports, which shows ACC and SEC football games on Saturdays on CBS. Mm-hmm. So it would have totally outranked this. Unfortunately, you always right. got games like Duke versus Wake Forest. You never got any good matchups on Jefferson pilot sports, but, <laughs> uh, I used to get so aggravated because it would preempt anything, including WWF superstars and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I was just really aggravated. Remember, you know, remember when those syndicated shows like the gladiators and all that, that was later in the eighties, but you're probably right that the syndicated stuff broke into what would be a eight o'clock to 2 PM <laughs> cartoon run. Just right. never happened because of all that syndicated stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, it's uh, this was fun. This sounds like we uh, connected a lot on the same shows. Yeah, and for me, if I was running down the list, I would have been Snorks, Gummy Bears, Smurfs for the first hour. Switch to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, then over to Alvin and the Chipmunks, back to the Littles, back to Mr. T and Spider Man. That would have been my Saturday in the fall of '85. And the only thing I would switch on that list would be the Littles to Kid Video. And that was my list pretty much, too. Yeah. I just saw, uh, I go to this, well, you've been to RetroCon before, too, in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. They just added Robbie Rist from uh, Kid Video. And he was the voice of Michelangelo in the 90s Turtle movies. Just added him to the guest list. So that'll be fun to see him this year. But, yeah, man, this was great. I love going back these. I, there should be like an archive online. I, then I know there's some places where they have some TV guide stuff, but you should. There should be like scans of old TV guides available on like archive.org for you to grab at any time. You know. <laughs> well, you want me to get started on it? I've got hundreds of the old TV guides. <laughs> I just ain't got the time to do it. Man, so, well, it, there's just not a. I, I know there's some podcasts even that will go through TV guides and. I don't know. I don't know if there's really a good resource. You know, we've got the Sears catalog scanned in. Why not TV Guide? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, you know, I've used them for research. I've done those pods with you on Rediscover the 80s, mm-hmm. those 88 and 89 TV shows. I've got the fall, the fall preview previews. TV yeah. Guide there with me to pick up shows that yeah, you forget about. Resource. But I'll just, I'll pick one up off the stack every now and then and just flip through it. And uh, <clears throat> more so than, than looking at the ads is looking at the grid the primetime grid and just trying to place in my mind like that point in time in life like, well i would have i would have missed that because i'd have been doing homework you know before this yeah. came on and you know it, it's just a they're a great little trip back in time for people absolutely absolutely